All right. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Socializing with Sisters. My name is Rochelle. And I'm Brianna. And today uh, we're using our new mics, the blue mic. Yeah. New year, new setup. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because this is the first podcast of the new year. Um, so season two, essentially, I'm going to do each year as a season. Um, I like it because it's easier for me to remember it that way. Um, then there'll be like 52 episodes, 52 weeks in the year, maybe less than that, but probably less one, because we usually miss a couple and then two like holidays. I'm not doing it. <laughs> yeah. That we take off like the, the Christmas and, and all that stuff. So, and then we were um, just lazy the following week coming back. <laughs> basically, basically. Uh, so today's topic is going to be my new puppy. Yep. Uh, I just got a, uh, Pitbull Terrier mix and, uh, he's three months old. His name is Arlo and he is going through the, uh, teething and testing phase. So he's teething on everything because he's got teeth coming in and he's testing my patience, uh, and his boundaries apparently, um, not a fun stage to be in, if I may be honest. Uh, he, he's driving me crazy, not listening to me when I call his name. Uh, so there's that. Um, puppies are hard work. They're like children, right? Like it's kind of like having a baby, but it's, like. It's like having a toddler because they, they're mobile, you know, and they're still putting everything in their mouth. Like that's, that's what I'm dealing with is like a toddler that's running around, putting everything in its mouth, pissing and shitting where it shouldn't, um, you know, just (laughs) all of that, like, like a toddler that's like still trying to potty train because they still haven't quite figured out like the toilet is where they go and not their pants, but this is a dog. So it like, you know, piss on the floor. I'd say be grateful. You don't have to wipe his ass. (laughs) That's the only thing I'm grateful for, but I do still have to pick up the shit in the yard. So it is what it is. It's just, um, it's hard. I didn't, I'm one of those people that I was like, oh, let's get a dog, you know, to, to try out to see whether or not we actually want to have kids, you know, kind of situation. And, uh, and this the verdict is, is <laughs> this is really making me really rethink whether or not I want to have children. Like I'm 35 years old, you know, in March. And I was already kind of like, well, I'm towards the end of my availability to have a child. Um, I'm nearing the end of my, my, uh, fertile years. <laughs> and so it was kind of like, you know, now or never. And I'm like, hmm, maybe never. Like I, I feel bad because I, I realized that my parents, our parents would really, um, enjoy to have grandbabies. Like mom is not the person that I think cares. 
if we have children. Um, I, I don't think she cares because she didn't want them herself. She, yeah, my mom, you know, as much as she loved us, like she made it very clear that she did not want us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she, she loved us. She took care of us, but it wasn't her choice. It was, and they only, they only had me because if you're going to have one, you got to have, have two. two. Yeah. So that there's another one for the other one to play with. Yeah. And it was more like, you know, to fight with, not necessarily to play with. <laughs> I don't think she knew that that was coming. <laughs> no, I don't think that she realized that that was going to be the situation between us growing up. Like, I think there was a lot of resentment from my side towards you. And it was just because you were born in there. So it was nothing you could have done about it. It was literally just because you were there. <laughs> Um, and I wasn't getting the attention that I wanted anymore. And so I was kind of a horrible little shit to you. And, you know, that is what it is. That's, I don't remember it that way. Uh, I mean, I do remember a few times where you were an awful, awful human being, but, yeah. uh, when we were really little, like, I don't know, you treated me like your baby, you hauled me around, like, you know, like I was a toy and I enjoyed it. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, like I, I remember pushing you into strollers. I remember carrying you on my back. Like, you know, I would, I would piggyback you all the time. Um, you were also like a really small kid, like nowadays, you know, what are you like five inches taller than me? Like, <laughs> what are you five, three? I, yeah, I'm like five, three, five, four, almost. So. Okay. Then yeah, I'm about, yeah, I'm yeah. five inches taller than you now. Yeah. Five, six <laughs> inches taller than me. So yeah. didn't um, see that one coming. no, because you were such a small kid. Uh, it was, it was one of those things where they predicted me to be like five, six, five, seven. And I ended up being five, three, five, four. And they predicted you to be like five, two. <laughs> <laughs> and you ended up like they were off <laughs> five, nine. So, but it's, it, that's why my mom is like telling me, she's like, well, you really need to get another puppy because then they'll play with each other. You should have, you know, got two. And I don't disagree with her, but at the same time, I am kind of like, you know, puppies are expensive to buy in general. Um, and to feed. And then you have to feed them on top of all of that and all the toys that they go through because they're teething and, and he's basically destroyed most of the plushy toys that we've bought him, but those are his favorite. Um, and so it's like, I might as well buy a new plush toy every week. And oh by the end of the week, the stuffing is flying out of it and I have to throw it away again. Like that's, that's the reality of what I'm dealing with with this dog right now. And uh, the beautiful thing is, is in their older age, as we know from Max, our, our pug that recently passed away, our family dog, uh, he won't play with any toys later on. <laughs> yeah, no, he'll, he'll be like, yeah, no, I'm good. So you'll make um, it up on the back end. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, mom was talking, uh, uh, I guess, uh, uh, so there's this person that we call aunt bunny. Um, but she, that's not her name. <laughs> I don't even remember how oh, that isn't her. Name. I don't know how she got that nickname. She's not related to us either, but everybody calls her aunt bunny. And, uh, she 
um apparently she breeds golden retrievers or she has a family member that breeds golden retrievers something like no that way. my husband really wants to get a golden retriever and that was why he's kind of like disappointed when we got a pit bull because he was like well that's not what i wanted and uh i was like okay well we'll get you a golden retriever so mom's gonna reach out to her and or go to where she works because that's the easiest way to get a hold of her um and see if she can't find out uh if she a is still breeding puppies or b if she knows somebody who is and see when are they available or is there any available right now yeah so, so you're about to get the second one yeah so that they can play with each other and so they're not they're not forcing me to play with them that they and they'll be willing to like, you know, go on. I I'll take them on walks. That's the other thing is, is that, um, it's really hard to take him on a walk because he really does not like being on a leash or, or being on, uh, he doesn't like a, a leash attached to his collar. He doesn't like a leash, uh, on it. He doesn't like being on what is a harness. He doesn't like putting on the harness. He hates that. Um, so he's just like really all around, like a, a crappy dog to have to go for a walk with, um, uh, when it comes to like which, the, the prep work. So, which wasn't that the reason you guys got him too? is like, Oh, it'd be nice to take a dog on a walk. <laughs> this is one of those moments where there's like <laughs> shame involved with this. Like you get a dog for a specific purpose and then it doesn't turn out like that's going to work out that way. So I that was. Like I feel like that's how it is when you get kids though. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know. You're like, oh, I'm going to get, have a baby because of like X, Y, Z reasons. And, uh, that's, it doesn't work out like that for you. Like your kid is just like, not like you or just like you, or, you know, just like that family member you hate, um, you know, like, <laughs> and your kid will be like me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it, and I, to be honest, like, I, I could deal with that if it was a kid like you, because you were always the kid that, you know, cleaned up after yourself. You were always neat and tidy and, um, you were always (laughs) very amicable. I mean, but yeah, you were, you were, uh, emotionally needy. You needed love all the time. You always wanted somebody there to touch you and hug you and, and all that kind of crap. Um, nothing has changed at all. (laughs) (laughs) You just, the only thing that's changed is that you're looking for that affirmation from somebody else. And so you're not looking for it from like myself or mom or dad, like you're getting that from your husband instead. That's true. I'm sure he wished I got it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the the only way that that would happen is if we lived closer. So that's true, but, but we don't live in the same city and I don't want to live near, I don't want to live in California in general. Like I, <laughs> neither do I, <laughs> I don't even want a vacation in California. Like, what is it? I gave my husband a list of places where we could go on vacation for our five year anniversary. And I was like, well, I put Palm Springs on the list because somebody was saying that like Palm Springs is so awesome or something. Everybody says that. I'm like, I've never been to Palm Springs. And it was like, it's in the desert. So in April, you could go and sit by the pool, basically. I think Um, that's why people think it's awesome is because during, you know, some of the coldest times of the year, you can go there and it's nice. 
And it's still nice. Yeah. Whereas you don't want to go there in the summer because it's blazing ass hot outside. And the only way to survive is in air conditioning. <laughs> but like, honestly, the only thing out in Palm Springs is literally the desert. You could go to a hotel and do the pool and then there's gambling and that's yeah. pretty much it. So there is hiking out there though, because of the, oh, what's the, the, it's not a reservation. It's like a preserve. Like it's, it's kind of like the hiking Re- here in Oregon. Reserve. Reserve, not preserve. Sorry. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, basically it's, it's, <laughs> it's government land. It, it is that, preserved. <laughs> it's government land that you can't build on. And, um, that is basically, uh, specifically for recreation. Yeah. Like kind of almost like a national park. I think it is a national park or something like that. Um, I don't know. I'm not going to lie. It's only like maybe an hour's drive and I've never been there. <laughs> I, yeah, I've never been there either. And you know, I've, I've been near there. I've been to Redlands and that's near there, but it's not far as far out as that is. And so, um, but I've been, I'm, you know, I'm interested. I'm interested, but at the same time, I'm like, what's the COVID situation going to look like? in california then because you don't you don't have to worry as long as you don't go to a major city basically the entire state is red other than the large cities so i wouldn't even worry about restrictions because orange county doesn't even abide by half of the state rules yeah i was like i was thinking i was like maybe with my because i have a, a co-worker that's just going to palm springs for her brother's wedding and i was like i'll talk with her when she gets back and see if it's know, worth it what what's the current restriction situation there because i i want to be able to go to a restaurant without having you know to go sit down at a restaurant i don't want to have to like get my food takeaway and eat at my hotel room all the time or um no it's not like that my show my vaccination card every five seconds to prove that i'm like vaccinated you have to show your back yeah you do have to show your vaccination card that's uh but it's uh, only abiding by it right i don't know about out there because uh when we eat in orange county they don't ask they don't want to do it they have no desire to follow any of those rules but in la they're more strict they're more um, liberal and they want to follow the rules and they want to do all this stuff. So it's, yeah, it, it basically, it, it depends city to city over here because yeah, it, a lot of people just don't really care. <laughs> well, it's kind of like here in, in Oregon, like uh, I live in the state capital and, uh, the majority of places are not abiding by the mask mandates. Like my, my governor's trying to make mask mandates permanent, like forever, like for the rest of our lives, we have to wear masks. Like Uh, permanent, permanent. And, uh, like, what is it? Uh, a lot of the businesses do not abide by that. There are few that do abide by that. Um, and it's basically the places where old people go. And those are the only place like by Mark. Okay. Well, I guess that makes sense because they're trying to protect their their customers and keep them alive. So it's like by Mark and this place called Cascade farm and ranch. Like those are the only two stores that I know of that are sticklers for it. I can go to Walgreens without a mask on. Nobody cares. I can go Safeway without a mask on. Nobody cares. I can go to, um, Costco without a mask on. Nobody cares. Um, I leave my house without a mask on and people give me dirty, dirty looks for walking on the sidewalk outside without one. 
Yeah, and wh- whereas like where I live, that's not even a thing. Like nobody cares. Like the only. Like, I'm people- sorry. I'm. Go ahead. The, the, the only, only people. The only people that I see wearing a mask on the regular outside are my neighbors, and but they're the only people that had like a BLM sign in their their front window or whatever. And I was like, oh, of course they're the ones that are masking up. Because like they're the they're liberal, obviously. Yeah, they're the liberals. Everybody else is a bunch of conservatives like my neighbors that live across the street the neighbors that live next door the hispanic family that live across the street like nobody's wearing masks nobody i've never seen any of them wear a mask when they're leaving their houses and so um yeah or like for me it's just like i'm I'm outside i'm going for a run like i can't breathe with that shit on when i'm exercising like i'm not gonna wear it when i exercise that's stupid no so yeah it's 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 definitely interesting but uh but yeah, nobody my, around here gives anybody a dirty look if you're outside with no mask on. Here's my question. What are you going to do with your dog when you go on vacation? So the plan is that uh, mom and dad have uh, volunteered to babysit. Is that because you babysit sat their dog so many times when they've had to go out of town? Um, I don't know. I think it's more or less because... Uh, dad has been like super excited about the fact that I have a dog and he's like, oh, I finally have, you know, a, uh, uh, fur baby, grandbaby or whatever. And I was like, and it, I have two cats already and but they don't come out for him. They don't, they don't, they don't say hi. He's not not, a cat person anyway. He's never been a cat person. He hated hated our cats. Yeah. He never liked our cats. No. So, uh, now that I have a dog, he's just like all excited. Like they're going to come visit this weekend. Um, you know, everybody's done having the COVID or whatever. And, uh, so they're going to come over to the house and, uh, see the dog. My dad, dad wants to play with the dog for like a couple of hours. And, um, we're going to go to breakfast at my favorite breakfast place that doesn't make you mask up to come inside. (laughs) That's so funny. What I think is funniest is, is that, um, I live in in what would be considered like a major city and within our state. Um, there's only like three major cities, Portland, Salem, and Eugene. Everything yeah. else is tiny. Yeah. Um, agreed. Well, Ben, Ben's getting up there, but ben, it's still yeah. in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. It is kind of like isolated from everything else, but those are, those are the main, uh, major cities in the state. And, uh, uh, our parents live in like this tiny piddly ass town. Um, and, uh, <laughs> What I think is funny is that they are more strict about the masks in that town than they are where I live. And, and it's because my county commissioner and our sheriff and everything like that were like, screw the governor. We're not enforcing any of these rules. You're psychopath. It's like and, you, you want to defund the police, but then you want them to enforce more rules. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's not how that works. Yeah. Our, our police force is like, mm, how about no? Um, so nobody, nobody really cares about it in my county. Whereas in mom, dad's county, like they didn't do that. So well, and I would say the majority, okay. Like majority of people are vaccinated anyway. So I, I don't, I don't know what the big deal is anymore. Um, I, I definitely, COVID fatigue is real. I want a puppy right now just for like the stress relief. <laughs> like, 
I wouldn't say it's a relief of stress. I think it's well, a different, it's a different let, kind of stress. Let's, so. let's talk about some of the benefits though. You have somebody to hug and snuggle with that like can't get away from you and can't move away from you. So that's kind of nice. Like you can, because I chose to I get a know. larger dog breed, um, he can definitely get away from you. So he's very strong. He's only 30 pounds. He's almost 30 pounds and he's only three months old. So he's not going to be small. I, I don't doubt that he'll be an 80 pound dog. I will, I, it would not surprise me. I could force him to sit with me. I made Jake do it. He was a 70 pound German shepherd. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah. It's like, you will stay here with me until I am done moping. <laughs> oh my God. No, he's, he, oh. Doesn't mind being loved on. Uh, he just, he's so excited all the time. He's not, he doesn't sit still. He just wants to play. And so. Yeah. Cause if, he's a puppy. Cause he's a puppy. So. I think he maybe would have been better off with an old dog. <laughs> uh, old dogs have their own problems. That's true. Mom and dad just went through having their old dog. And uh, yeah, that was like a really bad two years. <laughs> yeah. But uh and we found out that uh, uh, our our puppy Arlo, he, because I I finally asked because I I'd never thought to ask before. My husband's like, how did they end up with him in their possession? Like, you know, how did the adoption agency that we got him from or the rescue place? How did they end up with him? And uh, I found out that uh, the previous owners had surrendered him to them. Uh, saying that they just couldn't care for him. And he was only six weeks old when they surrendered him. So I'm like, six weeks old. How the hell long did you have him? Like two weeks? Yeah, or they had the original dog that had the puppies and uh, they didn't have the means to take care of uh, the puppies. I don't know. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, there's no, you don't really get to know the, the story behind that. But I know he's from Idaho uh, originally, that that was where he was uh, surrendered, was in Idaho. And then he ended up with uh, the Wolf uh, Wolf Project uh, is the name of the, the organization we adopted him from and uh, uh, got him right before Christmas. So we've only had him for two weeks now. How do you so. feel about the fact that he's part pit bull? I mean, he looks like a full pit bull, so... I don't really care. It never bothered me. Yeah. Um, Would you say he exhibits any of the pit bull traits that they try to say that pit bulls have? No. No, no aggression. No, he's actually the most submissive dog I've ever had to deal with. Like, yeah, he doesn't, he has no, he just wants to be loved all the time and he wants to play all the time. Um, I think the most uh, egregious thing that he does is um he gets so excited that he when he's wanting to play with you that he'll try and bite your hand because he wants you to play yeah is it a bite or is it like a he puts his mouth on your hand no it's definitely uh uh a bite i i i have some marks where i've bled so okay well that is is kind of like a <laughs> pit bulls are notorious for being biters so that's that's a small trait yeah. So, I mean, like that's, but it's also puppy behavior. Yeah. It's not an aggressive way. That's the thing. No, he's not doing it. And 
with the intention of hurting you, it's like a side effect. It's like to get what he wants. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he wants to play and he wants you to play with his toy. Um, but there's been a couple of times where we are playing with a toy and he misses the toy and gets my hand. And you're just like, dude, no. Yeah. And he likes to, um, try and bite my husband's hands a lot because he wants to play with them. And so my husband will ball his hand up into a fist. And so he can only get so much because his mouth's only so big. That's funny. Um, that would be like when Max would try to bite your hand. He's a pug. So like you could imagine just, his, you just his palm mouth. You just palmed him. Yeah. His mouth can't open up and he's trying to, you know, he puts his mouth up against you, but he can't get anywhere near your hand. Yeah. I've said Arlo's a snapping turtle right now. Just. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Snapping turtle. But you know, it's, it is what it is. It's puppy behavior. And so I'm just learning to live with it at this point. Um, We're trying to correct the behavior in the best way that we know. Um, Did you finish reading that book? You had a book about Dogs, yeah right? yeah so i i'm still reading some of the disciplinary things um but uh we probably do need to take him to some sort of training class but you can't take them to a training class until they have their rabies shots and yeah. so, so you gotta wait yeah so i have an appointment scheduled for tomorrow hopefully to get his rabies shot or just have him checked out and I have all of his records printed out to take to them and be like here's all of his stuff like what do we actually need to do today is he neutered no so one of the things that I was told is the rule of thumb with with a male dog nowadays so this is not what they used to do um but they won't neuter them until 14 months yeah because they want them to develop well, because if they don't, if you neuter them before that, when they're a puppy, um, then their testes don't produce enough testosterone to prevent their bones from having issues. So they'll end up with like hip dysplasia or some kind of like osteoporosis type dog version of that bone deteriorate. And it also, because of the fact that male dogs are a lot heavier than female dogs. It'll also prevent them from, uh, it'll make their bones a lot more brittle and they'll break because of the fact that they can't support their weight. Oh, sad. Oh, well, that's good that they know that now. They know that now. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like when we got Jake neutered, I can't remember though. I don't know. And then Max was never neutered. Yeah. (laughs) And never, never reprocreated either. (laughs) Yeah. So, but they, but female dogs, they, they'll neuter them right away. So, so if we end up getting like a female, uh, golden retriever or something like that, um, then we can have her neutered immediately and we won't have the chance to accidentally have puppies. I was just thinking, like, I don't think that our chocolate lab, I don't think she was neutered either. No, she was. Was she? Yeah, she was neutered. I don't remember that. I don't remember us ever taking her in to get any. No, of that stuff we didn't out. have to because uh, the people we got her from, they had her neutered beforehand. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. These are things I just, details that slipped my mind. Well, you were still a little kid. I was like in fourth grade. 
Um, but wow. Okay. Well, it sounds like you're going to get another golden retriever then. I'm hopeful. You're going to get a dog, another dog, another dog. You think so. mom and dad will watch both your dogs? Christ, I hope so. <laughs> I mean, they have the yard for it. Yeah. Well, and the only reason why I would prefer our parents to watch the dogs as opposed to, um, my husband's family watching the dogs is that my husband's fam, you know, parents, they have two or three, they have three dogs. They have three, uh, well, two of them are cockapoos. And then one of them's like a poodle mixed with a schnauzer. It's the ugliest fucking dog. <laughs> um it's got snaggle tooth like underbite it's it's just hideous and it's ugly no not even like it's the bitchiest dog i've ever dealt with in my entire life like they are the most misbehaved animals i have ever had the unfortunate event to encounter so like none of them are good um the only one that is good is the one that they got um later on like she was she was a, a she was purchased by an older woman who um had some health issues when the dog was about two years old and so she couldn't care for it anymore so she um surrendered it back to the original breeder and then the breeder contacted my mother-in-law and father-in-law and asked them if they wanted to adopt that puppy as well and so they adopted it so it is the most behaved animal in their household and it's because of the fact that they didn't raise it for the first two years of its life ah i get it so you don't trust them to raise your dog (laughs) i don't trust them with my dog i would not trust them with a baby um so yeah no they're they're not the people that i would want dang straight up throwing them under the bus straight up my husband wouldn't want them to be around our kids either so that's crazy I mean I guess like if you already know that their dogs came out like you know the dogs that they had as puppies were like kind of unbehaved I mean I know it can be like random but like because like we had sugar and she didn't reflect our family at all she was the dumbest dog I oh my god like like dumb as a fence post like you couldn't train her to do anything yeah and like, you know, but she was nice and she was happy, just dumb. Yeah. But no, the, the, these dogs are not trainable and they're just, I think a lot of it has to do with the way that his parents are with him. Like some of the things that his dad told me that we needed to do with this dog. Um, I'm like, no, no. Those are absolutely not things that you want to do with a dog because it'll make it aggressive. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I mean, and with a pit bull, you got to be so careful with that, right? Yeah. You need to be careful to make sure that you don't turn that dog into an aggressive dog. Yeah, I agree. Well, I mean, just, I, I don't, I don't know if I actually believe like the breed per se, but like, it seems like it's more easily turned into an aggressive dog if it's, you know, taught the wrong behaviors. Well, and you have to socialize them. So, um, the well, only getting thing- another dog would definitely help. Definitely. So the only thing that I think has kind of sucked with socializing is the fact that, um, it's COVID. <laughs> yeah, it's COVID. It's like really hard to socialize an animal. 
Uh, you know, or a person. <laughs> yeah. Or a person. I, I mean, like I have a neighbor who's in her forties and she has some lab puppies and well, they're not puppies anymore. They're, they're almost full grown. Um, but I was going to ask her like, Hey, you know, I've got a, a puppy. I would really like to socialize him a little bit more. Like when you go on your daily walks with your dogs, like, would it be something that we could go with you and do together? And every once in a while. Yeah. See what she says. Um, so yeah, cause I just want to make sure that he's socialized. I mean, he's socialized with people. We take him to the store. So we'll go to Cascade farm. Uh, what is it? Ranch and farm and, uh, take the dog with us and pick out toys and stuff like that. And everybody loves on the dog and, you know, which is probably the way I'm going to catch COVID if I get it. Um, yeah, through your dog, <laughs> through my dog. They say the dogs can catch it. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you didn't already catch it through mom and dad, like for those of you that don't know, our parents and our grandparents all got COVID during Christmas. Our parents, our grandparents, one of our cousins. Uh, was that it? I think so. I mean, of, well, and pretty one of much our, one of our other cousins had it like before that. Well, and then all of me and Matt's friends have come down with it. So yeah, I'm just surprised we haven't gotten it. <laughs> Yeah, same, same. I mean, my husband works at LAX, so he works at an international airport. So every day I'm just like, we don't have it yet. Like, I thought like for sure we would have it I assume that we're those lucky people that are asymptomatic and we're just spreading it to other people. (laughs) Oh my God, you're terrible. We're lucky, but we're spreading. (laughs) We're the super spreaders. (laughs) We could be. I mean, if we are asymptomatic, if if me and my husband are for sure, we definitely are. Yeah, so it's a thing. But, But yeah, the dog thing, it's, it's crazy. So, but, uh, yeah. Well, that's nice. I can't wait to meet him when I come down this month for our, um, what are we calling it? Redo Christmas, Christmas redo. Yeah, basically. So, cause Christmas got canceled in our family. Um, we're going to do a, a redo. A redo at the end of January when flights finally aren't messed up. Cause for all of you that don't care to fly or don't care to know, but the airports are really fucked up right now. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. I wouldn't doubt if, if certain airports are a little bit worse than others, just because they get more traffic. Yeah, every, every day Matt goes to work. He's like, it's crazy. He's like, nobody, there's no organization to this madness. It's just chaos on top of chaos. And then we get through the day and then we go into the next one. My God. Uh, but yeah, I can't wait to see the dog. Yeah. I wonder if we can post a picture of it. That'd be really cool. Um, I could post a picture, uh, I think, uh, on Twitter when I when I upload everything. Yeah, post a so picture of the could, dog on Twitter. I could do a, a picture of the puppy. Yeah, um, little Arlo. Little Arlo. Just terrorizing my life right now. So. Yeah, poop, <laughs> pooping all over your carpet. Even, like... What is it? The trifecta. Like he's peed on the carpet, he's pooped on the carpet, and he's vomited on the carpet. Like, you know, so no, no surface is safe at this point. <laughs> like, and no, no furniture leg either. 
Yeah, well, he tried to chew on the furniture. And so we've been very adamant about like, no, you don't do that. So he's got a spanking. And this is a brand new couch. (laughs) He's got a couple spankings for trying to to chew furniture. So that'll that'll be our next, uh, my next topic. Do or don't spank your children. (laughs) Do. (laughs) (laughs) I guess it's because I was spanked as a child. That is my, my stance on it because I feel like, um, nothing else worked. I said for next time. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just kidding. Oh my God. Yeah. I know nothing else worked. Uh, I don't think we were scarred from life. I think we're okay. No, I don't. I'm one of those people that I definitely don't feel like, um, I have mental health issues because of it. I have mental health issues for other reasons but not because I was spanked. Yeah. Agreed. You know, that's like one of the small, I mean, like, but there's a difference. There's a difference between beating and hitting your child and spanking them. (laughs) There is, there is. Well, yeah, no, I think that you're right. We should probably talk about that topic. Uh, spanking or abuse, like, (laughs) which is it? (laughs) Which is it? Oh, I like it. This could be fun. All right. Well, it was fun getting to talk about Arlo. Yeah, no, it was, it was really exciting to get him. Um, it'll be a journey and, uh, I'll keep updating y'all on, on how he's doing. Sounds good. All right. Well, thank you again for joining us for another episode of socializing with sisters. Uh, I'll read off the, the apps that we're on currently. Again, we're on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Casts, and Radio Public. We look forward to you joining us again for another episode. And thanks again for listening. Thanks for listening. All right. Bye, y'all. Bye.